gentlemen, stoners and growers, welcome to a midnight rendezvous like no other. I'm your host, Socrates Grows, broadcasting from a server in the heart of America. Join me on this extraordinary journey through the lush foliage of my autoflower garden to learn how to grow your own fire at home. This is Autoflower Power, the podcast that takes you deep into the hidden realms of the horticultural marvels that we call autoflowers. On this episode, we'll be discussing the roots of your autoflower plant. We'll be discussing what the roots are and what they do for your plant. The factors that make your roots grow and stay healthy. How your roots and the life in your medium work together to produce healthy and happy plants. And some things to avoid in the root zone. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Autoflower Power. topic of roots is important to understand if you really want to get a handle on growing any plants, but especially autoflowers. Understanding not only the type of roots, but what the actual type of roots do and how to encourage their development will really get you ahead when you're trying to understand your plants and trying to grow them bigger. The roots really have a disproportionate uh, importance to your plant. I mean, especially considering that for the most part, they're completely invisible to us. The area directly around your roots, which is called the rhizosphere, and the roots contribute really to the major success or failure of your autoflower plants or any other plants. So to nail these down will really get you uh, a great foundation for success with your autoflowers. Basically, right from the get-go, you're already dealing with your roots. The tap root, which is one of the types of roots that we're going to be dealing with, is the first thing you see when you pop your seed in germination. It's basically the little white tail that you see from the husk of the seed shell that comes out in um, your germination, however you're doing it. The tap root, once you put it into the medium, will make its home. So you want to make sure that it's got a com- uh, comfortable temperature and a nice surrounding, which is uh, you know the medium and any kind of microbial life around it. We'll be discussing that a lot more uh just a bit ahead um but you really want to make sure that you're taking care of your tap root and you'll be rewarded well the tap root is like really important for your autoflowers plants um it's one of the things that determines how big your plant's going to grow and if you're going to stunt them and also uh to some degree um you know how much vigorous other root growth you can get and how quickly that develops so the tap root Um, it is the primary driver into your medium. It basically burrows its way down and it stabilizes the plant. The very tip of the tap root is called the root cap. And, um, you can see it when you've got, uh, you can't actually see it, but I mean, you can know where it is when you see the little tail, when you're doing the germination. So the very tip is called the root cap and it produces a lubricant of some type called mucigel. And basically what this does is it leads the way for your taproot to burrow its way into the medium. So it's just like kind of making it a little slipperier uh, and, you know, it's uh, just lubricating the way down for your taproot to make it down. What the taproot actually does once it's established is that it helps regulate um, a lot of the hormones that the plant is going to get. So it uh, the other... Um, 
roots will take up uh, nutrients and water and the actual taproot itself will sort of be the main highway that regulates how much can actually go up to the plant from down below. In addition to that, um, you just want to keep it uh, super uh, healthy because it is the attachment and the only way that your plant connects with the rest of the root system and the medium that it's in. So your taproot is super important to make sure that you are nailing and uh, encouraging good growth, especially early on, uh, as early as germination. The next set of roots that we're going to be talking about is the fibrous roots. These roots grow out from the main taproot. And what these roots do is that they explore the medium. They're going out basically exploring the world. They're trying to find water. And anytime they uh, come across nutrients, they take those up. So basically they're chasing after water and they're also taking in nutrients at the same time, these fibrous roots. Uh, they're really like familiar looking. They're kind of stringy. They're If they're healthy, they're kind of white, moppy looking um, roots very similar to what you'll see like in a tomato plant or really uh, a lot of other uh, vegetative plants. Um, These roots, the fibrous roots, are the ones that you'll see on the side of the transplant cup if you're using a clear transplant cup method. And when you pull uh, your plant out at the end, if you do that and you don't reuse your medium, this is the majority of the roots that you'll see and encounter when you pull out that big root ball. There are these uh, fibrous roots. The fibrous roots will grow out to the edges, hopefully, if you water them properly, and they will expand and grow, and they will also help stabilize your plants. So the fibrous roots um, will stabilize your plants. They'll take up water and nutrients and they'll feed it to the taproot which then regulates the water and the nutrients to send to the rest of the plant when it's required so both of these roots are super important to your uh, auto flower plant there is one more type of root that is not super important to auto flowers these are adventitious uh, roots these are mostly Uh, important to people who are cloning plants and since we can't clone autoflowers i don't think it's really worth too much time uh worrying about that so let's go ahead and uh talk about how to develop the root and the fibrous zone the tap root and the fibrous roots will primarily grow during the seedling and the vegetative stage of growth While the plant grows larger above the soil, a similar rate of growth is also happening below the soil to prepare for the larger and larger structure that the root zone is going to need to anchor. Um, So just keep that in mind. Um, We can promote uh, more vigorous root expansion growth in a couple of different ways with watering. And if we're thinking about the uh, expansion of the roots following the water, and we're also considering that it's going from the top of the uh, pot lower... And we also consider that it's growing at about the same rate as the uh, plant above it. There's a few things, at least a couple things that we can do to encourage the roots to expand and expand. The first one is to water around the drip line of the plant. This encourages the fibrous roots to grow outwards more towards the edge of the pot so that they're not just staying in line under the uh, tap root. But if you could uh, go a little bit outside of that drip line, the drip line is, by the way, when you look down at your plant, um, anything that's kind of like on the outside of the leaves, just to the outside, that's basically your drip, uh, drip line. So if you want to just water around that area, that does promote uh, root expansion. 
Another thing we can do is use sub irrigation. Uh, this is a similar idea. And because instead of watering from the top with the roots automatically getting water from the top and uh, trickling down, the roots have to go down and really kind of seek out the water. And this is one way to get really explosive growth in a vegetative stage because those roots are going to be searching and they're going to want to get down to the bottom as quickly as possible. And they're going to fill up that pot much more quickly. We can also use the actual pot itself to encourage thicker and stronger root development. Um, if we use fabric pots, they can encourage air pruning. And basically what this does is this stops the root growth at the edge of the material as opposed to just kind of swirling around in a plastic pot. And what this does is it encourages stronger, fatter, more resilient roots to be grown and more roots to be grown overall. Um, so it's just something to consider is the pot type. And we can also consider the medium type. Uh, you want something uh, as far as the medium that's both easy for the plant to be able to push through, but you also want it to be stable enough to be able to anchor the plant in place uh, when there is the added weight in the flowering stage. And the proper porous medium will help the plant grow more vigorous roots and more, uh, you know, more expansion with the roots themselves. So really, there's four things that we need to grow happy roots. Uh, oxygen, proper temperature, water, and nutrients. Oxygen is required for roots because your plants need to breathe just like us. Um, they need some air to be able to do their job and to regulate uh, the nutrients that they're taking in. This is why overwatering does so much damage, especially to autoflowers. Um, you can literally drown your plant, so please make sure you're not overwatering your autoflowers. To keep oxygen in the root zone of your plant, you can do a couple things. You can use fabric pots, as I mentioned, to maximize airflow to the entire uh, medium. You can water more frequently with less water. You could allow dry back periods to make sure that the plant is able to catch its breath. This is another thing that you can do if you're getting any kinds of bug problems or overwatering. You want to make sure that that medium has some time to dry out regardless of um, you know, your nutrients or whatever, your watering system. You want to give it a little bit of time so that it's not always super soaked. There are, uh, you know, you can do like hydro and cocoa is a little bit more forgiving, but even with cocoa, I found it better to give a little bit of a dryback period uh, now and again to promote the, the brute to, you know, go out and actually seek more water, especially early on in the vegetative stage. Another thing that you can do is to use a more easily draining medium or a medium that uh, holds more air like cocoa. So something that's more uh, draining would be like a cocoa or if you're using soil to add some perlite to it. Um, and those should help you keep some oxygen in your root zone. The next thing you want to consider is temperature. And, you know, we've gone over this so many times, uh, like all like the rest of your plant your root zone wants to have its ideal temperature uh this plays into the uh vpd that we talk about on every episode um check the show notes on environment and there should be a vpd chart on there um basically anything above 65 but you want to keep it a little bit higher if possible like to 80 or 75 would be ideal um fine for your root zone it's gonna be great 
you don't want to have big swings in temperature. Um, your medium doesn't like it. The you know the microbial life in your medium doesn't like it. Your roots don't like it, and big swings in temperature can definitely stunt your plant. So try to keep it stable in you know right about 70, 75, something like that. All right, let's talk about water. Um, we've already kind of touched on it a little bit. Really, the uh, the journey of your roots is to go out and seek water. Um, since your roots mirror the size of the plant during the seedling stage, only water around the drip lines, like I mentioned before, um, if you're hand watering, this will encourage the roots to go and explore the outer edges of the pots. Um, sub irrigation again is a great solution for roots, not only because it allows the medium and the roots to dictate the rate of water consumption, but also because it encourages roots to go deeper and deeper in search of water, maximizing their exploration. Um, When you're watering, make sure that you uh, keep your pH in check and uh, you want to do that based on whatever your medium is and your nutrient line. It's going to be different for each one, but that is imperative to the root health of your plant. Um, The pH of your water is going to positively or negatively affect your grow and if negative, uh, the problem is that it can lock out or lock up your roots and your whole plant. And basically what lock up is, is it means that your plants can no longer take up nutrients. They're just like the door is closed. There's nothing else coming in. And what that does is it starves your plant of everything that it needs. And uh, with autos, like I say over and over, um, you can't stunt them because uh, you don't have time to get them back. So you want to make sure that you don't lock out your plants. If you do, um, you're going to have to go into something like flushing, but just make sure you're not doing it in the first place. It's pretty easy to avoid if you're not overfeeding your plants and you're making sure that if you're using a a nutrient line or water that requires it, that you are pHing it before you add it to your plant. All right, last but not least, we're going to talk about the nutrients that your uh, roots enjoy. Uh, like every part of your plant, your roots do need nutrients. Um, they're not just growing uh, magically. Um, and while nitrogen does provide a lot of the early growth in your plant that leads to the green branching and all the leaves, uh, it's primarily phosphorus and potassium that grow your root zone. So uh, you don't really have to worry about too much. Um, your feeding line or any kind of recipe that you get online will almost guarantee take this into account and provide plenty of nutrients for both your uh, green zone plant and the phosphorus and potassium you need for your root zone. Uh, There's ways to kind of uh, boost your root zone. Um, I haven't particularly explored any of these products, but there are like root zone boosters and stuff like that. But I think the next thing that I'm going to talk about, uh, which is beneficial fungi is kind of uh, kind of like an awesome way to boost your root growth. So let's real briefly talk about beneficial fungi. The area that your plant actually grows in, the roots grow in, is called the rhizosphere. This is the medium and all the life surrounding your root zone. If we're going to try to get the best roots possible for our plants, we can bring in some help from fungi. Adding fungi to this rhizosphere 
um, basically is an easy way to get a bunch of additional benefits. The particular type of fungi that we're going to be talking about is mycorrhizal fungi. You can find this fairly easily at a lot of like gardening centers nowadays because it's beneficial both to cannabis, but also to tomatoes and a couple other plants. So, uh, you know, if you do have this around and you like tomatoes, I would definitely try these on there. Have had some great success with them um, and grown some nice big tomato plants as well with some mycorrhizal fungi. Um, and it's available from uh, several different manufacturers. If you can't find a local store, of course, you can buy it online. It's available on Amazon and a bunch of awesome grow stores too. So the fungi can be introduced to your medium or the rhizosphere in a couple of different ways or at a couple different times uh, in the plant's process. The soil can be pre-amended with uh, mycorrhizal fungi. Um, it's also called myco, so I'll, we'll just call it that from now on. Um, you could also add myco directly in contact with the taproot when you first plant it into the medium. So you dig out that little hole and you can actually apply uh, some uh, myco all around in that hole and in the medium directly surrounding that hole. So basically your taproot grows basically into a medium that's been inoculated with that myco. Additionally, um, if you're doing transplants, you could add uh, to the transplant hole and you can also add it directly to the roots to stimulate them directly um, that have grown in your transplant cup. So when you pull it out and you see those roots in the, you know, the root ball that comes out, you know, just add it to there too, uh, to the outside, just sprinkle a little bit and uh, it's going to do uh, its work on those roots. Just keep in mind that to fully colonize your medium, it does take some time. So you might want to consider pre-amending uh, some soil with that so that it can uh, start working its magic. So what do these uh, mycorrhizal fungi do? They're basically acting like friends to your plant. Um, they go around the medium and they collect nutrients and they bring them back to your plant and incorporate them directly into the roots. That's pretty much what they do. Um, and what's so cool about this is that they work together with your plant and they help the early development of the roots to make them uh, stronger more quickly. And they also encourage more lateral growth um, and they help to establish the plant as a whole. And why this is so cool and why I think it's so important for autoflowers is, again, because a quick establishment is so important because you're on a clock with autoflowers. You don't have time to, uh, you know, make up mistakes or lost time. So if we can kind of nudge it in the direction of quicker, better, stronger roots earlier, I'm going to take that, uh, take that little extra bit if I can. So in addition to mycorrhizal fungi, another uh, fungi that's available and maybe a little bit less common, you might not find it in your big box store or your local uh, gardening store, but you can certainly find it online and in some grow shops, is trichoderma. This is a type of fungus that has a lot of really cool protective benefits to your roots. The trichoderma basically plays defense to your mycos offense. Um, trichoderma can help protect your roots from bad pests munching on your roots and uh, causing damage to the plant, especially early in life. Uh, anything like springtails or um, I don't know uh, if you've got any type of like um, fungus gnats in there, they could munch on your early uh, roots and this trichoderma would be able to help to some degree protect it and inoculate your plant from getting attacked by these uh, pests. 
They also help to produce more hormones for more stronger and resilient roots. So I would say using one or more of these two funguses can really help you establish and protect your early root zone and get you off on the right hand. And as I mentioned all the time, it's really important to get your autoflowers off to the right start and off to the races so we could grow huge plants. All right, so healthy roots are the key to healthy plants. Keeping your plants roots happy can be a bit of a challenge for any gardener, but Going back to the basics like we've been talking about today and always talk about and keeping things as simple as possible or as simple as we can make them without causing any damage uh, can often help you both prevent or uncover causes of any problems you're having. The roots of your plants are central to your success, so thinking about what they may want will help you get the most out of your genetics. Growing strong roots is a combination of proper medium, watering, temperature, nutrients, and rhizosphere. If we could dial in those variables, our roots will be super happy and we have a better chance of larger, tastier yields off of bigger and stronger plants. So for me, I think it's worthwhile to think about what's underneath that soil once in a while. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Auto Flower Power Podcast, where we've discussed what it takes to get the most out of your auto flower's roots. I hope you've taken something away from this episode that you can directly apply to your garden today to grow bigger, more vigorous monster giant plants. Check out the show notes at socratesgrows.com slash roots. You'll find notes and links to resources from this episode there. Otherwise, always feel free to email me at socratesgrows at protonmail.com. And until next time, take it easy. Bye.